The Bill Myers Show podcast is sponsored by Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. Find out more about them at clouserdrilling.com. Good morning and happy, well, I guess it's leap day, right? Leap day. Uh, well, last uh, Conspiracy Theory Thursday, we'll have on Thursday leap day for a while. <laughs> I a number of years, but it's great to have you here. The 29th, yeah, 12 minutes after 6. Join the conversation at 770-5633, 770-KMED. Interesting Conspiracy Theory Thursday guest we have uh, coming up this morning. And this is one that, uh, to me, I'm just looking forward to. I've never had the pleasure of talking to a former spy. And the name that he uses is Jack Beaumont, but he's actually a former member of the French uh, Secret Service or the spy service there. I think it's called the DGS. Yeah, the DGSE. And uh, naturally, he can't give us his, his, his real name. And he's written a series of novels. Uh, the latest novel, which is uh, which is out, is based on his um, his work. And one of the reasons why, uh, I guess the first novel he wrote a couple of years ago was called The Frenchman. And I liked the new one so much that I went and bought The Frenchman, too. But it's really interesting when you read novels about spy and cloak and dagger activity from people who actually did these kind of uh, operations. And it's a little bit different. There's a, a bit more of, uh, of realism. But I've never had the chance to talk to a former spy before. And I've, I, one of the questions I want to ask him is, um, do you – well, is it better to be almost a sociopath – a sociopathic, do you have to have a sociopathic type of uh, personality in order to really pull this off? Because I'm going to hear Jack's talking about uh, how there are many times he had to have like four or five identities at a time. And he's having to kind of, you know, act like four or five different people depending on the situation. I don't know how people can really pull that off. But they do. There are people like that who exist. And, I mean, you can take multitasking to an extreme. Right. <laughs> you certainly can. That, and that's about it. I mean, if you just turn it all off and then you go home to your wife, right? You go home to your wife and your kids and uh, and then you have to play that role. I find it a very interesting psychological psychological situation being a spy and having to have a family, too. Just interesting. But we'll talk with him a little more than a half hour from now. I have a few minutes with him. I'm also going to be talking with the the political reporter from the Epic Times and his uh, name is Mark Tapscott. He's a congressional correspondent. Uh, Mitch McConnell, of course, uh, threw in the towel yesterday. And do you think this is a good thing overall? Because, you know, on one hand, he has been the leader of this forever and ever. Amen. Is back in Reagan's era that Mitch McConnell first got into this uh, kind of position. He's been there just forever. And... There are all sorts of uh, people that are saying, hey, don't let the screen door hit you on their way out. You know, they, they kind of look at Mitch, Mitch McConnell, Senator Mitch McConnell, as uh, rhino. And, and do you look at him that way or do you look at him as someone who may have been the most effective Senate leader or any leader, congressional leader that we've had? to be able to keep it rolling. There's a lot that the turtle has uh, done that I have not been happy with, and I'm sure you imagine Maybe feel the same way, too. And I'm happy to take your calls, and we can discuss that if you want in the next half hour or so of open phones and stories and such. But if there's one thing that I can thank goodness that we had Mitch McConnell on board for, that was when Antonin Scalia died. 
or was taken out. This is Conspiracy Theory Thursday. I've always had suspicions about this. The pillow, I never quite got that, but we'll set that aside right now. Antonin Scalia, Supreme Court Justice, dies. And had Mitch McConnell allowed the vote to go forward, Republicans would not control, conservatives would not control the Supreme Court at this time. So in spite of all the other flaws, if there's one thing I can look back at and say, yep, you stood up when it was needed. That was one time in which uh, Mitch, and, and let me tell you, Mitch took a lot of incoming over that one. Wasn't too far in, in front of an election cycle, right? And he wanted it to be done by, uh, you know, by the incoming Congress, the vote instead. So he held it off. And so he ended up uh, keeping that open, not holding the vote. I think you have to give a tip of the hat for that, if nothing else. Because one of the last branches of government that is not just openly hostile to anything involving any kind of conservatism, the only one I can think of at this point, is uh, the Supreme Court. Military's lost, as we know right now. And I know a lot of people have been, uh, have been kidding themselves about the military. But I've told you these stories about uh, military families here in Southwest Oregon that have been telling me on the sly they don't like to go public on it, but they're talking about how, you know, their kids that have been in the military and yeah, young men and people in the military have been quitting because they can't serve this woke Marxism communism that has completely taken over the military. You just can't do it. And, you know, can't go out there and... Um, and risk uh, being berated by your commanding officer who is a biological male pretending to be a woman, and you're just supposed to know that. And if you ended up saying, sir, you end up being berated for 10, 20 minutes. That was the uh, the last family that told me about this. This is not real, right? So this whole idea that the military is a conservative, conservative, uh, rock-ribbed conservative institution, no, that's gone right now. Can that be changed? I hope so. Will it be changed right away? I don't know. But that was even happening under uh, Donald Trump's watch. Maybe a second Trump term would be different. We can only hope. But still, that's gone, too. Congress, mostly Democratic control. We know that. Uh, schools, mostly democratically and Marxism controlled. That's just the way it is. This is the reality where we, uh, where we find ourselves right now. And the Supreme Court is the only governmental institution at this point that, at the very least, is not openly hostile to everything involving traditional America. So for that, I think we have to thank Mitch McConnell, don't you? In spite of all the other problems? What would you think? 770-563-3770-KMED. By the way, my email is bill at billmyershow.com. Interesting story coming out yesterday about uh, Medford Police. Rogue Valley Times, others uh, are covering it. And I'll share a little bit from the Rogue Valley Times story. Medford Police Department declines to confirm suspect name in a Sante drug diversion investigation. Once again, I will remind you, it is drug theft investigation. I'm tired of it being called drug diversion, but that's what they always say. The drug diversion. A nurse stole the drugs, either took the drugs or sold the drugs. We don't know, you know, what happened. Although the nurse claims to be innocent. Nurse has not been charged, uh... Uh, criminally, Danny Schofield, Schofield rather, and uh, she has you know been announced in a civil suit that was filed earlier this week, like I was just mentioning. 
But Medford police have been pretty quiet about it. Buffy Pollock writes that uh, Medford police Wednesday morning acknowledged an individual was publicly named in a civil suit filed Monday in Jackson County Circuit Court related to an ongoing investigation into alleged drug diversion theft at uh, Asante RRMC, but said the agency would not confirm the names of any suspects. The agency would not confirm the names of any suspects. Lieutenant Jeff Kirkpatrick said his department had not made any arrests in the investigation into allegations of theft and misuse of controlled substances by an employee of the hospital and that no further information would be provided. Jeff adds, we are aware that civil lawsuits have been filed against Asante and a specific individual. Consequently, an individual's name was made public. We are not confirming any names of those involved in this case and have not released the identity of anyone alleged to be involved. Kirkpatrick said in the in the release. I find that an interesting choice of words, don't you? That uh, we are not going to confirm any suspects. We're not going to release any names. And this is what I'm thinking. And I'm going to toss it out to you and see what you think, too, on the Southern Oregon jury. The Southern Oregon talk radio jury. My number is 770-5633. In my mind, when I hear the police talking about we're not going to confirm any uh, suspect names in the drug diversion investigation and in Sante, we're not going to announce any names of suspects, et cetera, et cetera. What this tells me is that they may not be able to make a case. Have you thought about that? They may not be able to make a criminal case, and they're being very careful. Now, they'd be very careful anyway, and I get this. And I'm wondering if they can't make the case or they're having great difficulty making a criminal case, which has a very high bar. It's much different. It's a much lower bar to slap someone's name on the civil suit and plaster it all over the media and have that done. But once again, I never worked in a hospital. I've just observed people working in hospitals. But uh, can they say just because someone died of sepsis that it was uh, Danny Schofield? That ended up doing it, right? You have you have to be able to have some really solid evidence. And one of the people that got in touch with me, remember a couple of months ago when I first started talking about this story, and I had mentioned that people had um, that there are some people that had uh, some family directly connected into Asante, and they were text messaging me, uh, you know, some some notes about this, and I couldn't get any confirmation out of Medford Police at that point, and certainly Asante wouldn't say anything. So I kind of sat on it over Christmas vacation holiday, you know, because there was nowhere to go on that and no one was going to talk. And finally, enough uh, broke free that uh, that some news was able to come out on that. KLBI, I guess, first broke that that story here in Southern Oregon. But I, I just didn't have enough to be able, you know, you just can't come on a talk show and just start shooting the mouth off about, uh, you know, people that, hey, these people claim that uh, this nurse did this and that and the other. You know, you need a little bit more than that. But the one thing that one of the sources did tell me, and that stuck in the back of my head, is that they're thinking that um, Asante may actually have screwed up the investigation originally. And that maybe this is causing problems in the, uh, in the police department. This is what that source had mentioned to me. That, and that was, that was amusing. They, these, these family people that worked for Asante... We're saying this. They're not my words. Not my words. Their words. 
that um, Asante had really messed up the investigation, the initial investigation. And because of that, it might be more difficult for Medford police to actually make a criminal case. Now, that was their opinion. They're not going to come forward and talk about it, you know, directly because they're still working, you know, over there at the hospital in some capacity. That kind of makes sense to me, given how quiet the Medford Police Department has been about this, because I don't know. I was just wondering, even just the other day, gosh, is there going to be a, a criminal case or maybe all we're going to see are civil cases here? One report ended up uh, interviewing Schofield, and she's claiming that, of course, she's innocent and that uh, the truth will come out, et cetera. And that's, you know, what she would do. I would, I would imagine that. But boy, there's an awful lot of circumstantial smoke and uh, and stuff uh, going on out there. I mean, if not her, then who? You would have to ask. And so we have uh, claims and counterclaims right now, and Medford Police saying we're not going to even confirm any any suspects' names. And my suspicion is that. Maybe there is extreme difficulty in actually coming up with dead bang evidence to convict or to uh, connect, rather, uh, the former nurse at Asante with these crimes. And maybe it's only going to be just in the civil courts instead of the criminal court. Do you have any thoughts on that? I'm happy to take your calls. Go ahead and, uh, yeah, let your mind wander here on Conspiracy Theory Thursday. We'll focus in on that and other news, too. 770-563-3770-KMED. Good thing to have Mitch McConnell gone. Yay, nay, any thoughts on that? I still have to give him uh, kudos because of uh, of holding open the Scalia seat after he died. I think we always have to be uh, grateful for that, but is it time for him to go? Is it right? And uh, maybe who you'd like to think of uh, as replacing him, too. Well, I have that. We have the Asante story. Interesting story that uh, Daily Courier is also getting into about... Uh, the going away of 24-7 restaurants. I guess even the Denny's up in Grants Pass is only 24-7, a couple, well, actually only 24 hours, a couple of days a week there. They were talking about all sorts of reasons why that wasn't happening. Uh, there was one reason that they did not bring up that I might talk about here just a little bit, too. 626, it is Conspiracy Theory Thursday. What is your favorite one? We'll talk about it. 770-5633. And you are on The Bill Meyer Show. Appreciate you waking up here. You don't need injections to lose weight. I promise. The FDA is even sending out warnings cautioning people to stop. Emergency room visits are spiraling upward. People are getting sick with some of them ending up in a hospital and getting surgery. Shots are not a good idea. What you need is a diet that works and Plan Z is your natural alternative. The ZR50 Crave Control Spray is patented, all natural, and gives you everything you need to stick to a diet. No drugs, no hormones, and it's fast. Losing 31 pounds in just 50 days is pretty impressive. We give you tasty recipes to give you satisfaction from eating. The shots cut your appetite and even your interest in food. That's not healthy. What you need is real food, good food, and you need to learn how to keep the weight off once it's gone. Plan Z is all that, and it sure is a lot less expensive than injections. Check out PlanZDiet.com, because you deserve a better diet. PlanZDiet.com. The Row Gardener, sponsored by Grange Co-op. Gardeners start seeds indoors so that they can get a jump on the growing season. The farther north you go and where there are still gardeners, the more you're going to see people starting seeds indoors to take advantage of the benefits of the warmth and that we can then extend the growing season by weeks 
and even by a month or two. Talk to Stan Saturdays 10 to noon, Sunday morning Encore at 9 on KMED and KCMD. When Cynthia came to TurboTax, she had just launched her new side gig, a true crime podcast. I'm a first-rate detective with a golden voice. As her TurboTax expert, I made her second income count by guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and her maximum refund. <clears throat> what did she do with that refund? Find out next week. Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Hi, I'm Megan with Mini Pet Mart, and I'm on KMED and KCMD. Speaking of Mini Pet Mart... Mini Pet Mart is the, uh, is the main sponsor, premier sponsor, of the uh, Q100.3 St. Jude Radiothon. And this is just, um, this is why I'm wearing one of these t-shirts today. If you're watching on Facebook Live, this is why I am doing this. For the next couple of days, you can help out St. Jude. And it is such an important organization. You can be a monthly donor by pledging just 19 bucks a month. And you can help the kids at St. Jude with their cancer fight, fight fighting cancer. A lot of kids here from Southwest Oregon have ended up going to uh, St. Jude. They've been treated, many of them cured, and of course they're uh, they're all part of the battle here. And you can put your gift on a credit card, and you get the new well, you get the new T-shirt like what I'm wearing. This uh, shirt saves lives T-shirt. Now there's a couple of ways you can do this. You can text the word hope to six two six two six two, and then click the link from St. Jude, and you can donate that way. And you can also uh, call, let me just see if I can just get it. Here's the 800 line, 800-995-5257, 800-995-5257. It's a lot of weirdness in the world and a lot of uh, craziness and a lot of uh, sadness, but a real beacon of hope and brightness is St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Because you have to remember that Families at St. Jude never get a bill from St. Jude for the treatment, for the travel, for the housing, or the food. And this is what they do. And I wanted to uh, dispel a uh, a rumor that, uh, well, a listener had written this a couple of uh, weeks ago because they heard us running these uh, promotions for uh, Mini Pet Mart and the uh, the Radiothon. And they ended up uh, getting a note from Allsack. Allsack, the American Lebanese Syrian associated charities and they were looking at this uh, syrian thing well isn't syria uh, an enemy of ours you know or this problem like with assad am i sending money to assad and you know i had never considered that but uh, because i knew what the story was on this but i wanted to set the record straight you have to remember that the founder of saint jude hospital was uh, american lebanese syrian heritage actor danny thomas danny thomas tv star and uh, father of uh, marlo thomas we know her you know, today. And so he founded this back in 1957. And Allsack is just the fundraising side of St. Jude. Okay. So it's no, it's no money's going to Assad. Okay. Just want to make sure you know that just to dispel that. But I understand that, you know, if you didn't know the background of, uh, of Danny, of Danny uh, Thomas, then you wouldn't have connected that. But uh, yeah, that's why, that's why. So once again, uh, help out St. Jude. Okay. This is for the next couple of days. And if you have any questions, just email me. I'll let you know. Okay. David's in Phoenix. Hello, David. How are you doing this morning? Welcome to the show. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Yeah, it's an interesting topic with this uh, nursing thing, so I wanted to uh, do a different path to make my point okay. in regards to that. All right. If, if, if at any place of employment that you can think of or a private residence, 
if there's an accusation, say, of uh, of an adult uh, misbehaving with a child, mm-hmm. most often they come and they arrest them right there on the spot and take them in and process them, and they let the lawyers and the judges and the system uh, work it out and try to figure out what's going on. And I agree with you because does, does that, that, that is normally the way it's done, and but, but uh, yet me, nothing like that here. About, yeah. Let, let me let me just finish about the real quick here. Oh, okay. Sorry. Is 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 that is that every time? Well, not every time, but most times that I've heard in over the past say twenty years, the few times that I've heard something, something happens within a school. The teacher is never perp walked out, and then when you find out about it from the police, well, the school district is doing an internal investigation. Ah, and 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 I'm thinking, how are school administrators, principals, or anybody else trained criminal investigators? You know what I mean? But it's an internal investigation with the school district, and we got to stay out of it, you know, until they do their internal investigation and decide whether we can talk to their teacher or whether they can. So I'm just wondering if Asante is so big and powerful in Oregon that they can stand up to the state where Lou or Fred working at Barney's Garage, <laughs> this some little guy in a broken down trailer in Jackson County, Oregon, yeah, would, wouldn't be wouldn't wouldn't be walked out in handcuffs. I'm, that's my comment. I just feel like that's part of the picture here. You know, David, there's another aspect of this, too, that may be even bigger than Asante. You know what that would be? God, I hope, I hope it's not worse. Than well, no it's, ki- no, it's kind of like what you were talking about with the school district. The teachers union, the nurses union. Might there be some contracted way? Yeah, listen, if you think that one of our nurses is stealing drugs and uh, and killing some and killing patients, well, here's what you got to do: you got to do the inf- the internal investigation first. When it would seem to me that the moment you that you have drug theft, the first thing you do is call Medford Police or Grants Pass Police, you know, Jackson County Sheriff's, whatever, right? And what and what do I care as an as a sworn police officer? I'm walking in and slapping cuffs on the on the woman, and I'm marching her out. Mm-hmm. And, and and union be damned. I mean, it doesn't make any sense because they would do that to anybody else. If there was actually accusation of of being a pedophile or accusation of of anything, they'd be they'd be marched out anywhere else except when it's a big enough something more powerful to stand up to stand up to the system. You got to be big. You got to be big. The system, I think, goes after after small fish, which they should. If small fish do bad things, they should be they should be definitely taken out. I ride the bus, and there's a lot of small fish I'd like rounded up. Mm-hmm. So, but but what I'm saying is, if it's something really big, I mean, people died from this, and it's called diversion. She didn't divert stuff; she stole drugs and used them. That's what I've been saying right from the beginning, David. Right from the beginning. Now, here, I, I think what you talked about, in which uh, certainly. The uh, the agency or the you know the the corporations that are dealt here are very big, very powerful, and you have to figure that there's a phalanx of attorneys involved anytime you're going to you know do anything with them, and very smart, very highly paid attorneys one way or the other. Uh, I I don't know, but what the internal person at Asante was telling me is that in their opinion, Asante had screwed up the internal investigation. And which may actually get in the way of a criminal prosecution, and it may have been 
And they're thinking more of incompetence more so. That's their opinion that they gave me. Now, I can't. Okay, this is conjecture. That's not what, I, All right. that's not what, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. What I know. What I'm saying is two months ago or whenever this first came out, whenever this first happened and, and, and it came to knowledge to anybody, to you or anybody, mm-hmm. the police should have already walked up to her in the parking lot, put cuffs on her and taken her down and photographed and fingerprinted her and, 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 and slapped some charges on her. Okay, even if the judge says, well, there's not enough, we got to OR her, we got to release her, we have to bond her, or we're going to let her out and let the lawyers talk about it, and, and as this is an ongoing continuation. Yeah, would you be open for a false arrest, though, if you, unless you had some evidence? Because really all we're talking about is who said, he said, he, uh, he said, she said, you know, kind of thing. How many people get arrested in our country and go to trial and are found not guilty, and they don't get to say uh, false arrest? Mm-hmm. So no, I'm just I'm just, I'm just posing like, the question. Re- that's all. I'm just raising the question. Possibility. Well, I, I know, but I'm just I'm just saying. Do you see how frustrating it is for an ordinary, simple person to see this and realize what's going on? I mean, it's it's horrific. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, how how am I supposed to part of the song too? That's one of my primary care and stuff. You know, do I want them sticking a needle in me? What are they giving me? They tell me what it is. But, well, how do I know? <laughs> okay. It, God, it, it's, a, it's a matter of trust. It, well, but that's it. A matter of trust. And trust in the institutions has been coming under uh, severe pressure these last few years, haven't they? They, they, they brought it on themselves. Mm-hmm. It's self-inflicted. It's not like, oh, we're just being mean. We're just being mean to these people. Yeah. No, we're not being mean. All right. Hey, it's a good point, though. Thanks for making it, David. Good comment. Good comment on uh, Conspiracy Theory Thursday. 638, I feel his frustration. you got to believe that. Stephen Westfall Roofing, Inc., Southern Oregon's roofing experts, want to serve you. This family-owned and operated team of experts would love to help you feel safe with a long-lasting roof over your head. From estimate to install, you'll be amazed with the workmanship this team provides. New construction, re-roofing, tile, metal, composition, skylights, and tunnels. Westfall makes it happen. Stephen Westfall Roofing, Inc. gets it done. No more leaking, no more squeaking. Safe and secure. That's the Westfall way. Call today, CCB number 230804. If you're considering a new garage door or opener for a new home or remodel, you can't go wrong with American Industrial Door. With their fleet of trucks and technicians in both Josephine and Jackson counties, they can come to you and provide recommendations and samples. Or you can stop by their showroom and explore all of the amazing options. Do what so many other Southern Oregon homeowners have done for nearly 40 years. Trust American Industrial Door on Crater Lake Avenue, north of Vilas Road, and on Union Avenue in Grants Pass. News sponsored by Caveman Heating and Air. It's the climate and we control it. Call Caveman Heating and Air at 541-476-0009 or cavemanheating.com. Good morning. I'm Marcus Vio with your NBC5 morning news update. The Medford Police Department is speaking up after a civil lawsuit brought forth by the Idiot Law Group named Asante and a nurse as defendants in a wrongful death lawsuit. It's connected to the ongoing investigation into the alleged drug diversion that may have resulted in several deaths and infections. In a statement issued Wednesday, Medford Police Lieutenant Jeff Kirkpatrick said MPD is aware of the civil lawsuit naming the nurse and will not be confirming any names of those involved in the active investigation. Lieutenant Kirkpatrick went on to say, quote, Since December 2023, investigators have been diligently working on this case. Numerous interviews have been conducted, with many more yet to be completed. We are meticulously reviewing thousands of documents, including medical records, which require thorough examination and consultation with experts in the medical field, end quote. 
If you want to shake things up a bit, you can visit the Jackson County Fairgrounds this weekend. The Monster Truck Nitro Tour is coming to the Expo. You can get seats to watch racing, wheelie contests, and freestyle categories. The competition is ready to rumble Friday through Saturday. Prices rise day of for the shows, so if you're interested, make sure to buy tickets ahead of time at monstertrucktour.com. For local news anytime, you can head to our website, kobi5.com, or to our Facebook page, and that's, NBC, that's KOBI TV, NBC5. And for NBC5 News, I'm Marcus Vio. Have a great Hi, day. Hi, it's Scuba Steve with Bicoastal Media and KMED. Today I'm chatting with Nick Jones, the principal of Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Thanks for talking with me today. Nick, should folks be concerned about long-term care? Actually, long-term care is a topic we all need to think long and hard about because today people are just simply living longer. In fact, 40% of all Americans will spend some time in a care facility of some sort. And one solution I find myself recommending is life insurance with a long-term care benefit rider, also called asset-based care. We use this solution because the premiums are consistent and the benefits never decrease. So again, Consider life insurance with a long-term care benefit to help you with those needs. Once again, this is Scuba Steve sitting with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. If you have questions like these or others, schedule a strategy session with Nick at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Again, that's jonesfinancialtalk.com. 106.3 KMED, 99.3 KCMD, and this is The Bill Myers Show. 642, open phones on Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Jack Beaumont, former spy, going to join me here in a few minutes. Interesting books, really good. Uh, Dave, you wanted to weigh in on the uh, Asante nurse issue there, and you said you uh, learned something while being a janitor at Providence back in the day. Tell me more. Yeah, uh, a lot of times nurses are friendly with law enforcement, and a lot of them, some of them were married to law enforcement. They could be uh, married to uh, a cop or uh, married to a DA or some attorney. So kind of within the family, you're saying, in other words, and that might explain why there's extra tiptoeing on such matters? Yeah, it could be because Hmm. um, if, like, Say it's uh, somebody in the hierarchy of the police department, they might find it embarrassing. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, th- interesting suggestion. Thanks for making that, Dave. Seven seven zero five six three three. Monica is here. Monica, you wanted to talk about this, too. Love to get your opinion on Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Hi. I've worked, I worked around 30 years in the medical field. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of paperwork, a lot of things that they have to go over. And I think the best thing, if you know a DA or like Sheriff Stickler or something, they could come on and explain what they have to do to complete and get a conviction. All of the paperwork, all of the people that have to come in and explain to the police officers what so-and-so means on a chart or because they don't know the lingo. Ah. <laughs> Is there a case to be made that uh, that maybe this case is this kind of a complex, multi-threaded case with multiple yep. victims might be beyond you know, your, it is, and, your your and, local police department? And I'm not knocking the police department. I'm just talking about no, what kind of resources and people you have available to do something like this. We had 32 people on our staff. And to track down just a chart... You don't know who has that chart, and sometimes somebody has that chart, and you're going, why do you have this chart? 
you know, it's just, um, it, it just t- took a long time. And it was, uh, and that's 32. Mm-hmm. Look at that hospital. Oh, yeah. And how many nurses Hundreds. and doctors and, and techs and janitors or whatever. You know, it, it's just, it's, a, it's just astronomical. I'm not excusing the police. I'm just saying, think of what they have to do and go through. They have to have somebody to, dick, to tell them what these things mean. They don't know, you know, medications and, and, what, and which nurse did it, and when were they, and was it just one? Right. Does it go back to the hospital trying to cover it up? See, they have all of that to do. And I'm thinking about uh, all these different reports, all the different charts, and then an officer or a detective, I guess this would probably be in the detective realm, you know, at there this point. There more than one detective. Yeah, more than that. one detective on this. And, mm-hmm. you, and you're having to get in there, you're down there, you're talking with people, trying to understand. And you're and right. you're that, putting them in order, and you're mm-hmm. putting this here, and then you have to switch this one over to here. And, and with all the people that are there, and they come in and out, and somebody's not... It's out that day because they're sick and another nurse comes in. But you couldn't just, uh, but so you couldn't do what David was talking about from Phoenix because he's so frustrated about it. I understand his frustration when he says, okay, no. you got this. Uh, she's already agreed to uh, suspend the, uh, the the nursing license right now. Slap the cuffs on you. You just can't do something like that, you're thinking. But like you said, false arrest, come on. You don't have, you don't have the, and it, no, they, no, they can't do that. Interesting. They have to figure it out because it might not just be her or him or whatever. No, it's true. Yeah, it, it could be more, right? Right. We, we don't know. There is so much that we don't know about this. And it it's, could be a friend of hers doing it. It could. It, it's just, it's, it's so big. <laughs> but you see, what you're talking about, Monica, is the same kind of doubt that would then come up in a criminal jury's mind, right? Right, right. These are the... they, they really need to peg it down. Okay. They have to. So, but maybe Sheriff Stickler could explain more, or somebody else, if you know somebody, or if somebody's listening, can call in and explain it. I'm not legal. I'm just medical. Yeah, no, and, nor am I. I, I. I'm just a talk show host, but uh, talk to a lot of people in legal and medical. But you make some, actually, some really good points. You really do. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Seven seven zero five six three three seven seven zero KMD. Let me go to line one. Hello, KMD KCMD. Good morning. Yeah, I'm breaking the rules. This is David. Oh, yeah, you're man. calling I'm back. Uh oh. People are arrested every day, and then judges every day because somebody doesn't show where it's dismissed and there's no false arrest. Yeah, but normally, okay, let's just say you're being arrested for theft of drugs. Normally, they find drugs on you, though. You're not going to do that in this case, though, are you? Well, this is the second point. I think they're making this more complicated, just like the school district would, than it needs to be. Okay. Once upon a time, this nurse was working, and we were rolling along, let's say, five months ago, okay? Life was good. Where was the point, as somebody said, this is tap water. It's not the proper uh, material in here. It's It's not even made for injection. And where was the point... Where somebody said, hey, nurse, <laughs> you know, and she said, oops, you got me. Yeah, I don't know if they did. I don't know if they if it was that way. But uh, you were, now remember, there was talk that uh, they thought that Asante had a problem with just uh, 
uh, cleanliness of the water supply. And it ended up being maybe it wasn't that at all. That's where they first started looking, uh, David. And then it ended up being something completely different. Just wow. Just amazing, really. Um, yeah, it wasn't the cleanliness of the water. It was the uh, cleanliness of the procedure, I suppose. Hi, KMD, KCMD. Uh, just a moment. I don't have a lot of time, but uh, go ahead and make a point, please. Who's this? I got a real quick point for you, Bill. Good. I happened to be at the hospital last night visiting people, and I was well, something I saw. I didn't have anything to do with what we're talking about right now, except that there's a cop sitting there in the ER waiting room with a prisoner with his handcuffs behind his back, and I could not believe it that they're right out there and with the rest of the 80, 60, 50 people that were there. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of blew me away. But anyway. All right. Hey, appreciate the call. Good hearing from you. All right. <laughs> Okay, Six six forty nine. Former spy Jack Beaumont. I got a few minutes with him. Then we'll get back to more of your calls and other stories too. Hi, it's Bill Meyer. I switched my home and auto insurance to Sky Park Insurance, an independent insurance agency with providers like Progressive, Safeco, and Foremost, just to name a few. Steve provided better coverage, including earthquake, and still saved me money. Whether it's home, auto, investment properties, boats, RVs, life, or umbrella, call Steve for a quote. 541-261-5444. That's 261-5444. Or visit skyparkins.com. At Skypark, we make insurance easy. Artisan Bakery Cafe has done it again. For a limited time, Artisan Bakery is offering a delicious, mouth-watering Chipotle turkey sandwich. Mmm, succulent turkey, cheddar cheese, zesty Chipotle aioli, onions, lettuce and tomato nestled between their fresh-baked sourdough or multi-grain bread. It's a flavor fiesta in every bite. Perfect for your office party, gathering, or catered event. Explore the menu at artisanbakerymedford.com or stop by, dine in, and get to know the family. 1325 Center Drive across from South Fred Hi, this is Megan at Mini Pet Mart. Over the last seven years, Mini Pet Mart and its customers have raised nearly a quarter million dollars for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital to further their mission of finding cures for childhood cancer. We're excited again to be the title sponsor of the St. Jude Country Cares for Kids Radiothon on Q100.3 on Thursday and Friday, February 29th and March 1st. Because we know how precious your children and grandchildren are to you because they are to us too. So please stop by any mini Pet Mart or News and Smokes, plus M Street Market and the Market in Delhi and Grants Pass, and make a donation now through March 1st. We'll put your name on a St. Jude pinup, display it in our store, and match all donations up to $40,000. Mini Pet Mart thanks you for supporting our stores and for supporting St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, where no family ever receives a bill for travel, food, lodging, and medical care. With all of our help, they are finding cures and saving children, and they won't stop until no child dies of cancer. At Pressure Point Roofing, we're dedicated to the best roofing solutions to protect your home or business. The demand for our expertise is soaring. Due to overwhelming response, we're now booking new projects into spring already. But here's the good news. Secure your spot on our schedule by booking now. Why wait when you can have peace of mind sooner? Have questions on cost? Call to schedule an appointment to learn about our finance options and beat the summer rush. Book in advance and ensure your roofing project gets the attention it deserves. Call Pressure Point Roofing today. Imagine having all the money you need for retirement, all the income, every month, guaranteed. That's Secure Future Investor, an indexed annuity tied to growth in the stock market. But without any risk of loss ever. It's guaranteed money for life income, no matter how long you live. 
call 888-509-2228. 888-509-2228. Sponsored by GP Agency, Inc., Raleigh, North Carolina. Licensed in all states. Performance may vary. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision. Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. The Justice Department is investigating the January 5th mid-flight blowout that occurred on a Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircraft. The probe, which could expose the airplane manufacturer to criminal prosecution, will examine whether Boeing violated its 2021 deferred agreement from when the Justice Department investigated the two 737 MAX 9 crashes in 2019 and 2020, resulting in a $2.5 billion fine. Change healthcare systems are down for the seventh consecutive day after a cyber attack gained access to its network last week, disrupting drug prescription orders at thousands of pharmacies across the country. Parent company United Health Group said most pharmacies have set up electronic workarounds to mitigate the impact. The insurance giant said it had isolated and disconnected the impacted systems upon detection of the threat. Futures are slightly higher as January inflation re- meets forecasts. That's your money now for john's 60th birthday his family planned to drive down old route 66 but the trip took a detour when his wife got sick with rsv it's a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems and hospitalizations this year we don't want to cancel our plans we're protecting ourselves with pfizer's rsv vaccine abrisvo respiratory syncytial virus vaccine Abrisvo, a vaccine to prevent lower respiratory disease from RSV in people 60 years and older. It's not for everyone and may not protect all who receive it. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had an allergic reaction to its ingredients. A weakened immune system may decrease your response. Most common side effects are tiredness, headache, injection site pain, and muscle pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. So don't wait. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine at Brisbo, because every breath matters. The Bill Myers Show on 106.3 KMET and 99.3 KCMD. 6.54, sorry to get you all excited about uh, talking to the former French spy, but uh, I just got a note from his handler. I guess <laughs> it's actually just the person who was booking him about uh, this book. And uh, Jack Beaumont. Says Bill, we cannot seem to find Jack. We can't find him anywhere, so we're going to postpone and maybe reschedule with you. It's like, whoa, okay. So the sc- the spy, the former spy, mat- mysteriously disappears. And by the way, living in Australia with his uh, friends, with his uh, family, his uh, children and family, he's living in Australia. That's all I know about uh, Jack Beaumont as far as his whereabouts. And I write back to the uh, to the handler, and I said, Michael is. Uh, did, did, did they find him? You know, you'd imagine. You know, you only have kidding when you have something like that. You can't get a hold of the former spy, even though he is an author, a famed author, and uh, doing all these other things. And you wonder if there's enough uh, people looking for you because of the stuff that you did as a spy. I just don't know how they do that. I just don't know how they do that, that kind of work. But anyway, we'll, we'll see if we can get Jack Beaumont on. And by the way, Jack Beaumont, Dark Arena. Name of the new novel, really good. The Frenchman was the first one, and I'm reading. I liked Dark Arena as I was getting into that so much and went and bought the first one. I love spy stories. I love spy movies, too. And I think part of the reason for this is that anything involving espionage and deception like this and uh, trying to get things done that need to get done through other means, it's smart. You know what I'm getting at? There's no such thing as a stupid spy. If you're really dumb... You don't last very long either as a spy or else you're killed. 
you know, out there in the uh, in the field. So I find it a very interesting psychiatric or psychological uh, experience trying to put myself in the mind of a spy. But anyway, we'll try to get him uh, back on whenever the uh, time comes. Join the conversation here, 770-563-3770-KMED. My email, Bill at BillMyerShow.com. Let's do some emails of the day. Emails of the day. And those are sponsored by Dr. Steve Nelson and Central Point Family Dentistry. CentralPointFamilyDentistry.com. And what's really great about them is that, let's say you need a crown, and I have numerous crowns in my mouth that I've received from that place over the years. That's my dog in the fight. But uh, they now have an in-house crown lab. And... So they take your tooth, you know, they grind it down and they get it ready for a crown. And instead of having to wait a few weeks here while some out-of-town lab makes it, they just go into the back room and they crank up the machinery and they get it going. And usually it's like about a half hour. You know, you sit around, you wait a half hour, and uh, they get the crown ready, pop it on, boom, you're out the door. you got to love that. CentralPointFamilyDentistry.com, and that is uh, right next door to the Mazatlan Mexican Restaurant. Okay, okay. Let's give an email of the day to uh, Eric D., who writes me this morning. He says, Bill, I know Pebble in Your Shoe Tuesday was the other day, but I've been having a problem with the way Jackson County has been doing our burn days for the last few years. Today is not a burn day due to inadequate ventilation. That's one that they use a lot. But there are prescribed burns happening in Talent in Phoenix. Also, I live outside the Rogue River's uh, urban growth boundary, and I would argue that the weather changes when you cross over Blackwell Hill. Yeah, you could be right about that, Eric. I know that in Josephine County, burning was allowed any time during burn season as long as you were outside of the urban growth boundary. Maybe that's not true today, but it was a couple of years ago, I believe. Point is, while I only have 3.67 acres to manage plus working full-time, I have a responsibility to maintain fire breaks and clear fuels for fire just like everyone else. I need more freedom to do the right thing for my property and the properties in my community. I don't know where they get the data from to make their decisions, but I kind of want to get a part-time job there to figure it out. Thanks for listening. Hey, can anybody help Eric out on this one? Maybe I'll just have to uh, bring the county commission in or find out who's uh, you know involved with this, who actually makes that decision. Now, um, Taking one thing that Eric was talking about there right now, that uh, it's not a burn day, the one day he was calling in or writing in, but there are prescribed burns happening in Talent and Phoenix. I'm thinking that might be a very important distinction there, Eric, because if there were prescribed burns going on there right now, most of those prescribed burns are in higher elevation places. You know, you'll see them up on the hillsides on the mountains. And the weather and, of course, the amount of air mixing might be very different. Now, I'm not defending Jackson County. I'm just uh, spitballing on what, why they might be able to do their prescribed burns while you're not allowed to do your open burning if you're you know, down on the valley floor, where a lot of times we have the inversion air that might be up at uh, two or 3,000 feet. I'll just give you an example. Uh, KMED's uh, transmitter site is on Roxy Ann Peak in Medford, and that's, uh, you know, has a nice view, you know, of the valley. It's about, what, 2,500, maybe 2,700 feet in elevation. And I'll go up there and work on the transmitter site quite often at Prescott Park, drive past everybody doing their hikes and such. And I can't tell you how many times in the winter, in fact, I was up there about three, four weeks ago changing some filters and cleaning things out like I normally do. And... The inversion layer was just below the transmitter site when I got to the very top. So I'm up there at the top, and I'm working on things. 
And I'm looking out at the valley, and it's like someone had taken a layer of puffy of puffy cotton balls and just laid out a whole sheet of them all over the entire valley. That was where the inversion level was. So if you were doing a prescribed burn, you know, at uh, at about my elevation or higher, like over at Phoenix Baldy or, uh, you know, Gilbert Peak and Grants Pass where KCMD is and various other things, the air is mixing just fine up at elevation, but it might not be mixing so well down at uh, lower elevation. That might be a reason why that's going there. I, I, I can't, it's not, may not be the total explanation, but I'm just thinking just as a regular guy spitballing it. I'll see if we can get an answer for you, okay? Oscar writes me the other day, says, uh, Bill, interesting guest that you had on the program yesterday as I drove over to Klamath Falls and started losing the station, but uh, it seems to have gotten quite a bit of few callers to chime in on the subject of cannibalism. Yeah, that was the guy from the uh, Freedom Foundation, right? But uh, some comments on the closing part of your interview with the guest had me thinking that uh, liking young children and turning the other cheek sounded too much like discussions about grilling, and I was waiting for it, consumed with anger, pun intended. Really good show. Appreciate your writing about that. And uh, Kevin, Kevin G. writes me this morning. No, it's not Kevin G. I'll I'll read that a little bit later. I'll read that a little bit later. I'll find that uh, elsewhere. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Butch writes me. And this is always, Butch is always interesting from Gold Hill. Bill, as we've seen, no dot is having trouble recruiting help. I identified the problems long ago, but was ignored. The union is a problem with ODOT, and my cure was to form a parallel unit of engineering and maintenance candidates and teach them the business of road construction and maintenance from a practical view, not the new and improved methods. Engineering has become stuffed with CE grads with no experience, but they do paperwork really well, and maintenance is run very poorly. That's what he thinks. But improving it, I think, is just uh, shorthanded. Over time, these non-union entities would take over via attrition. The duties now assigned to engineering and hopefully no dot will realize that CDL operators are harder to hire than CEs. Have a great show as usual and play Happy Trails again for me. I'll sing it for you, Butch. I don't have it handy. Happy Trails to you. A couple minutes after 7, KMED, KMED, HD1, Eagle Point, Medford, KCMD, Grants Pass. Hi, who's this? Good morning. Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Welcome. Hey, it's Cherry. Cherry, how you doing? What's going on? I'm doing great. What's going on? I'm doing Well, I just, I, there are a couple of things. I saw a new movie called Tim. Tim? A robot movie. Another robot movie. Hmm. Is it an and old movie, old robot movie, or a new one? No. It's a brand new one, and it's British. Really? And it was really, it was, I I bit all my nails off. I mean, it was pretty thrilling in, in some ways. But, man, if they can build that, they, they got one already is what I'm trying to say. So, all right. Well, let me ask you here. Give me just a quick th- uh, plot line without giving away, you know, the spoiler, right. you know, that, that kind of thing. Is it is it one of those things where uh, artificial intelligence robot goes on the rampage and kills humanity or something else? What? <laughs> you just spoiled it. I just spoiled it. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> not, not humanity, but it, it, it was a story about a couple. And I won't, you know, I shouldn't talk too much about it. But the gal works at this place where they make them. And she's super smart. And she isn't married yet, but she's got this guy that she is in love with. Then they live together. And 
all of a sudden, as part of her job, she is required to have this robot. It's a manservant. T-I-M stands for something, and mm-hmm. manservant. Yeah, manservant. Fine. Te- Technology Institute, you know. Anyway, and um, it was really, you know, kind of slow in some ways. But, man, it, you know, it, it does get kind of hairy. And, uh, Would you agree that we're being conditioned to be accepting of this revolution? <laughs> Gee, I wonder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, but anyway, to get back to another subject, which I'm so excited about, are my cats. Oh, no, not cats. cats. No, no. I have two cats, and they're almost three years old. And for all of that time, they hate their wet food. So... um you know, there's one that's never had wet food, but I went to PetSmart and I got the I Am's gravy uh-huh. and broth stuff, and both of them are eating the wet food, all of it, every speck of it. So, well, it's a, it's a good thing we love cats because otherwise we just kick them out the door, wouldn't we? So, so yeah, you're not going to eat now. I look at my cats, and it's kind of like, ah. Oh, so you won't eat the fifty-seven dollar a bag Royal Canin? You won't, huh? Oh, but you'll eat the fifty-five cent an envelope little liquid treat. Oh, you'll do that, sure. And then, and I realize I love them, and then I just, you see, that's I'm just play acting, being a tough guy with you. You understand that? Uh, you understand that? All right, yeah. They're, they're my precious babies, and they finally, <laughs> we finally found something. I don't know why or how, but the IMs is, is actually the wet food. They don't eat the cat food dry, but they like the temptations. They'll mm. eat those all day. That's what I'm talking about, the temptations thing. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. My cats will eat that stuff all the time, but then they don't eat the kibble. All right, Jerry. Thanks for hearing you. And now even more irritated thinking about all the money going down the gullet of my cats. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Let me go to line two. Hi, KBD, KCMD. Who's this? It's Gene. Hi, Gene. Uh, I'm going to change the subject for what you've been on. Okay. I, I don't want to talk uh, about cats anymore. Fine. Go ahead. Well, I could tell you something about cats. But yeah. How about looking at yourself? Do you like to eat food that you don't like? Do I like it? Well... I eat food that I don't like all the time. Just kidding. Okay. Cats aren't like us. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> what I really, I've got two points. You know, you were talking about cannibalism yesterday. Yeah. Maybe that's Biden's way of wanting to get rid of uh, everybody who doesn't uh, worship him. Remember, he said some time ago that all megas need to be dead. Yeah, well, maybe that's what uh, President Obama meant by uh, the transformation of our, uh, you know, the full transformation of our of our country. You know, they have to transform. It's not just about higher electric rates. You have to transform the uh, the food plate too. government. Fo- the government food pyramid will be changing right under cannibalism. Right. Uh, probably. <laughs> OK, what, what's the second point? Quickly, I'm running out of time. OK. OK. Did you hear what happened in Georgia? Uh, which one? Lots of news coming well, out of Georgia. Uh, I can't remember whether it was governor or mayor. But anyway, and, and all law enforcement has been told because of that uh, 22-year-old being bludgeoned to death. Yeah. You see, and 
uh, illegal immigrant, you are to arrest them and hold them for deportation. Works for me. Manages, uh, manages to, unfortunately, tragedy will sharpen the mind. Appreciate the call there, Gene.